Hey, Ellie, I got serious daddy issues. No, wait, Brianna, I got serious daddy issues. Actually, we got TV daddy issues. This is a series of daddy issues. Oh, hi. Oh, hey there. How you doing? Uh, you know. It's been a day. Yeah. I'm Allie. You ready to talk about a shitty creek? Who are you? I'm Brianna. Oh, I forgot. Everybody knows my voice. Okay, fine. I am ready to talk about Shitty Creek, and only because I've binge-watched two full seasons in the last uh, 72 hours, I want to say. Accurate. Um, Well, they are quick. And so on our our previous episode where we talked about Jane the Virgin, we had a guest, and she's back for this episode of Shit's Creek. Welcome, Jessica Lerner. Hello. Thanks for having me back on a series of daddy issues. second episode that is definitely... Has been spread out in my trip. And not back to back? Yeah, no. <laughs> we don't do these things uh, consecutively. We take time. We took a break. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, but you know what we didn't really do on the Jane the Virgin one? Because we were so enthralled with Jessica. Hmm. We didn't catch up. I haven't seen you in like a month. Yeah. How were your holidays? Ugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that's my catch up. No, they were it's good. It's January fifteenth. Tell me about the holidays. They were good. Um, we hosted a lot, so we had some people over on Christmas because we hosted orphans like we did for Thanksgiving. And oh right, you stayed in town. That was delightful. And then we also hosted New Year's with pretty much the same group of people. And then this weekend we are having a taco night with basically the same group of people. Love I it. Love them all. Plus me. Plus me. Plus Jessica. So Plus Jessica. N- Jessica loves tacos. Taco night in honor of Jessica. Tacos. Who fucking doesn't? It's the best food. We I had tacos at my wedding. Nice. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, but how uh, how was your New Year's? Because I, our, I don't. It was a it was a time. Our New Year's was a time. Well, let me catch you up with all of my holidays. Please do. So uh, I'm gonna enjoy a cracker while we talk about it. <laughs> yes, and eat a, eat a real crunchy cracker, please, as I speak. Do you want me to hold the microphone where you eat cracker? There you go. <laughs> um, so uh, I went home to Sacramento with the family, which uh, we were debating whether or not to go or not. Oh God. <laughs> you know, I'm just jealous because I don't eat crunchy food Mouth anymore. Sounds. <laughs> And these have figs and olives in them. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. Really I've, I've, good crackers. I've had those before. I've had those before. Trader Joe's fig and olive crisps. In fact, the, I think this, this is a commercial. Is, this episode is sponsored, sponsored by. It's sponsored by fig and olive crisps. Um, they're available at all Trader Joe's. It's not sponsored by Trader Joe's. Just specifically that cracker is sponsoring this episode. They are a crispy, savory, and sweet cracker to complement cheese spreads, dips, and toppings. Mmm. Mm. Get some today. You could put cheese on them. Put spread on them. You can't put spread on them. You, you can, can only put, put cheese. You could put dips on them, toppings. Figs and olives have been enjoyed together for <laughs> thousands of years. Sweet figs and savory olives have always paired perfectly. Though it took Trader Joe's to fig to bring you fig and olive crisps. You know what they welcome, did. You know welcome what they to did? Allie Reads a Cracker hey, Box. Jessica, do you know what they did? What did they do? They figured it out. Anyway, oh boy. <laughs> Ted. What? She's like Ted. She is like Ted. Yeah. Which one's Ted? Uh, he's the vet. I don't know if you've met him yet. I haven't met him yet. I'm only four episodes in. Anywho, tell us more about your holidays. Yeah. Oh, so we went home to Sacramento. Um, we saw the family. Uh, we barely wanted to go, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, and then, you know, I never like to spend time with my in-laws because I, not because I don't like them. They're fine. But, Do you have um, in-law issues? No, I don't have in-law, in-law issues at all. How dare you? But, um, uh, I just would rather be like, like at home. See, see my sister, see her oh. kids, see my parents. Like, I would just rather do that because they're like, it's a weird thing. Like, I know that like your in laws are supposed to become your family over time, but I'm just more comfortable with my actual blood family. That's you just s- me. I know that that's shitty to say. It's, ri- I mean, it probably would hurt some feelings, but and I do, true. And I do love them. But but in you my, have the in my defense. I went over one day, and my brother in law backed into my car, <gasps> causing three thousand four hundred and fifty dollars worth of damage. <laughs> I don't know if you and noticed. And he's going to cover it? Uh, well, there was a question over, over what, <gasps> what we were supposed to do. It ended up being, you know, through insurance. I have a rental right now, so I'm oh stuck in a no. Jetta. How fucking? I, I what mean, a, a Jetta. Jetta. Oh, for anybody that doesn't know, Brianna's like a royal fancy, and she drives a very nice car. No, I don't. Yes, you do. It's no, a Lexus. It's not like it's a Mercedes. Oh. 
color. Oh, it's color. gray. Okay. It's like charcoal gray. Is it gray or is it silver? It's 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 like pretty a fucking it's fancy. Like a, it's like a charcoaly gray. Yeah. I've been in it, and there are buttons so that you can push a button, and it like resets the f- driver's seat that to your driver, uh-huh. and that is fucking fancy. I just have to be honest; it's really weird to be in a car without seat warmers, and also like just, uh, just fancy, <laughs> just and also just like a cloth interior. I mean, what am I, a fucking peasant? Um, uh, so my car is a cloth interior. That's fine, peasant. <laughs> I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that once you once you move to buttery leather, what it's how do you go back? I mean, but I want you truly can't to it. It's too cold. I can't deal with it. It's shit. actually nice though because the backup cam is better in the Jetta. And mm. let's be real, that, that is can be, I that am can kind be a of trouble. a peasant. I don't have a backup cam or like a thing that beeps at me or Bluetooth in my car. Like I'm really you don't need any of that shit though. I know I don't. Okay, <laughs> great driver. <laughs> But I want to go back. Anyway, to so that's so that's what happened. That's what happened. I over got the it. holidays. Yeah. But I also want to go back to your in-law issues and like choosing. I don't have any. I mean, I think the fact that you're saying that you would rather spend time with your family versus your in-laws. I think that that is a universal in-law daddy issues. A little bit of in-law daddy issues, but you do. I mean, it's not that I do, but we've talked about it before. Where I it's know. like, are I we bringing it up again? I'm just saying you have the choice. No. You don't. You don't. You have to split the time. It no, I mean, oh. I mean, because you still like you have your family right now. Oh, if I that's go what home, you're oh, I, I only the, the, great. It's the dead mom hour. It's called the dead mom and absent father show. And it stars me. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to be your own show. OK, fine. Okay. I mean, I don't say it in a way to bring it down. I'm just saying, like, no. how nice Here we are on the floor. <laughs> How nice for you that you have options. Although my sister moves back to the United States this year I'm in spring. I'm so sorry. And I know. <laughs> no. All I no, can really just, just ship me the kid and I'm good. Like oh, ship oh. me her little baby and and then we're even. Um, but no, that'll be nice because then. Hey, are you pregnant yet? Nope. Oh, okay. That's not. A, although on going back to our uh, New Year's celebration. Um, oh yeah, New Year's was whatever. We we uh, you didn't we do went anything. O- well, we went over to Karen's and did like okay. ni- nine p.m. New Year's. Hey Karen, and Dave's um, was super cute. We hosted. Um, a gentleman brought over a bowl full of weed, marijuana. Stamps. I knew it. Stamps. That's what we. <coughs> that's our code name for them. Not that's that like I use them. Funny. She said a bowl full of stamps. <laughs> that's the code name. <laughs> but I'm not kidding. It was like a forever stamps. <laughs> They last forever, but it was like a not floral. Not in Allie's house. <laughs> that shit's <laughs> gone before you know it. That's not even true. But it was like a floral arrangement, and I'd never seen something like it before. So that was really, that like started. Do you have a photo? Yes, I'll show you. We'll put it up, maybe. Well, I guess it's California. You're fine. We can put it up. I'm, can you put it on the list, Jessica, of the things that I, I have know, to do I know. I was later? like looking over at her like not. <laughs> but one of the things that um we that came out of our new years which i kind of liked and going back to kyle and the pregnancy and the non-existentness of that um instead of like like i mean we did a lot of different like new year's wishes and blah 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 but we took like papers of the rolling variety oh my gosh i really hope my in-laws don't listen to this speaking of it they don't um and any any family that was supporting us has stopped listening a long time. <laughs> Good point. Time this Good is point. episode fourteen. People are and, out, and they're definitely not going to listen to the Shit's Creek episode because just n- fucking, they don't watch. Honestly, it. they're just fucking like they they they're listen out. to the first five minutes, see if their name is mentioned, and, and then turn out. it off. So I see you on the fucking analytics, Auntie. We know it's up, listener. Um, so we all took papers of the rolling variety and wrote our uh, intention and or wish or whatever resolution for the year, if you will. And people either then rolled them into a joint and smoked it before midnight, <laughs> or they burned it into their drink and drank the ashes, which That's I thought disgusting. was disgusting. Okay, I thought it was a nice little tradition. Who wants to drink ashes? What the fuck, right, Jessica? The Russian Jessica, that was there. Jessica thinks it's weird. Oh, of course it was a Russian. I know. Don't invite I Russians have over. I a uh, slightly irrational fear that I will accidentally eat paper at any point in my life, so I'm not, not really no. into the burning and then drinking. But I suppose that's better than just letting it sit. As a paper in your drink and then trying to down that. I'm curious what listener thinks because I thought it was like a really clever little way to have a, a moment. It's, it's lovely. I just Graceland, don't want to do gross, it because right? there's paper. Graceland. It's gross, right? It's great, Graceland. I want you to support me in this. But anyway, that was like our New Year's thing. And, and Kyle's uh, <clears throat> Kyle wanted to write down, have a baby. And I wrote, 
no. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's just I'm not feeling it yet. No, it's time. Mm, time. Is it, though? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm with you. I'm, I will be your non-baby support. Are you going to tell listener about your new thing that you're going to be doing? Oh, yeah. So, um, listener, and I would love to have you on at some point because I think you would be a really great guest. Um, I am taking on a new venture in 2019. Maybe I'm really busy. Called at <laughs> well, you are because you have a job. But, <laughs> um, but I'm taking on a new venture with a, a, a friend of mine named Curtis, or CJ, if you will. Um, and it's called The After Party at at the after party on Instagram. I would love it if you guys like went and gave that a little follow um, because Brianna will someday be on there as well. But we are going to host a, we'll w- link to you guys. a once weekly web series um, where we discuss all sorts of things. But really, we're focusing um, on Lindsay Lowen's The Beach Club on MTV and really discussing what that looks like and then going from there. I can't wait. So I would appreciate our listener too. I'm a big fan of Allie and Curtis. I'm sure you're great too. I think you would love him. Curtis is great. I met him yesterday. He's delightful. I I believe you. Mm-hmm. I just I'm need t- to partake. I know. I'm just you know. I know. Confirming. I you we all know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I was <laughs> I was I kept telling Jessica that um, Jessica's so funny. <laughs> I kept telling Jessica that um, Curtis lightly reminded me of Daniel Levy. Um, in Schitt's Creek, and she was like, Who's "Okay, Eugene Levy's son." Correct. And it Nepotism. was wonderful. He's, he's so, so good. He's adorable. He's wonderful. So I kept saying this and then I was like, oh, hold, please. I need to pause the episode of Shit's Creek that we're on because I need to watch this episode of this old show that um, Curtis used to do that is in the vein of the after party at the after party on Instagram. Um, and I shit you not. We open this YouTube link. I <laughs> but um, I shit you not. We open it. And guess who is the effing host? of this like the hills after party type show on mtv from i don't know 15 years ago it was daniel levy it was daniel levy how crazy is that love it like a giddy puppy i pointed at the screen until ali noticed it was like look look at it that's him that's him i love him but how weird is that like it's very he's weird. in very few things yeah and we happen to be watching and i don't know did you know that curtis was friends with him um i knew that he had done shows like that i didn't know that daniel levy was part of it so no I didn't and then he came over and told us all these stories and it was very delightful love it so um I is a delight so hi Daniel listen to us come on the show hey babe do you have some daddy issues I want to hear about your daddy issues with Eugene I want you to bring your dad oh that would be delightful Um, as we will (laughs) reveal I Brianna Cosgrave have a Eugene Levy thing I guess right isn't he like is it the eyebrows it's everything yeah it's everything. I like, he, I he like defini- a good distinct eyebrow. He definitely emotes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which all of my dads has distinct eyebrows. That's probably. Okay. There you go. <laughs> We're finding things. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I liked to play with them when I was little. You just grab at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he knows. This isn't a secret. No, I know. I he just, was there. I we're just picking up. <laughs> we're picking up what you're putting down. That's all. That's but all. So I think we've caught up. And now I would love um, to hand it over to Jessica once again to give us a nice little synopsis of Schitt's Creek. You're going to um, need to move to L.A. and just do this part I think, for us. Yeah. Um, I could get a setup and do this from Chicago. The, my favorite podcast does it all the time. I mean, my second favorite podcast. Ah! How dare you? What a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. She dropped that C word so hard. <laughs> okay. Shall I? Yes. All right. So shit's Creek. Um, it is the story of a family. The sh- the, not the shits. The all the about roses. how we lost our house and moved to a creek. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> they, uh, they were... Uh, previously the owners of a very um, uh, successful video store chain and they sold it and their business manager fucked them over and didn't like he I think both stole from them and didn't pay their taxes at all so everything gets repossessed except they have one asset um, a town called Schitt's Creek which the parents bought as a joke for their son (laughs) on his birthday one year and this is literally uh, the kind of wealth that I dream of yes. to buy things as jokes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my that's my dream. That's the <laughs> level of wealthy. I want. The line that drew me in and kept me watching the show was when they discuss uh, actually buying the town instead of just photoshopping the deed of the town. <laughs> and the son, David Rose, played by Daniel Levy. Um, it's like, why don't you just Photoshop? They're like, what? that's not. 
the joke is owning the town. <laughs> and they're like, but why? And it's like, because it wouldn't have been funny. Yeah. And that, that, my friends, is one of my favorite, like, subtle humor things. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. So they, it's basically this town of Shiz Creek, which is kind of so, so shitty that uh, the government does not, doesn't see any value in it and yeah. allows them to go live there because it's a very low cost of living and they live in a motel and it's about them these like very rich like we- weirdos who are wonderful um as fish out of water in Shits creek that's the name of the town and the name of the show love it and i will say what a good recap i i have to thank Jessica for forcing me that into recap this. for that well, recap for the so. recap. Mm-hmm. Delightful because we started at season three on our binge fest because there are specific characters that she wanted me to meet, and then the minute he showed up, the character that she wanted me to meet, I look over on the couch and she's doing the like uh, hand on the chin, just like gleaning. Yep, she's doing it right now. She's like, "What do you think? What do you think? What do you think?" And and she was right. She's right. Um, but I. I know that I had watched episodes from season one because Kyle did. And it was like, it was, it was on all the time because it, because it airs on pop. Right. And so like, I think that that's coming back on January 19th. I I think that that's the only show that they had at the time. It was that. So it would replay all the time. I also only (laughs) knew that Chris Elliott was part of it. And I was like, Abby Elliott's dad. Correct. Fun fact, Abby Elliott is married to a guy that I went to high school with. We were in concert choir together. Hi, Billy. <laughs> hey, Billy. Hey, Billy. He doesn't remember me, but hey. <laughs> but he's out there somewhere. He probably um, does remember you. But I I just assumed that the whole show, like, kind of centered around him. And I was like, this does not interest me at all. Why would that not interest you? I Cabin sh- Boy? Come on. Chris, no. Is Cabin Boy is, I mean, a, I've heard is, a, is a feature heard film thing. starring Chris Elliott. Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I think he's so funny. I, le- I had yeah, a friend like from back in like uh, like David Letterman days. Yeah, I had a friend, started. hi Anne, who told me uh, to watch Shit's Creek, so it was her favorite show, and she watched it over and over. And I was like, all right, I'll I'll watch it. Uh, I think I started watching it in October, maybe November, and I've already seen it like three times. Well, it's definitely gotten this like surge of popularity really recently, also due to um, the scene that I just watched. Um, Featuring Daniel Levy. Featuring and Daniel Levy being serenaded Noah by Noah Reed. By no. Noah by Noah Reed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was delightful it's every very minute sweet. of it. He, he sings Simply the Best by Tina Turner. Correct. A very soulful cover. And then in a few episodes, so he, Noah Reed plays it on his acoustic guitar. Guitar. <laughs> Guys. That's not, that's, not that's, not, that's not the way you say that word. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm struggling. Um, my toe still hurts if you listen to our previous episode on Jane the Virgin. Um, anywho, so in one episode, Noah is serenading him on an acoustic guitar. And a few episodes later, um, Daniel Levy turns the song on and just dances for him to the same actual Tina Turner song. And it's just delightful. And I love every moment of it. Dances and I love it. I just, oh, I love everything. So I will say, I, and we talked about this this morning, it could just be the Daniel and Patrick show, which yeah. are their characters, and I would be real okay with it. I would die for them. Legit, she okay. would. We're going to need to get you some hobbies, babe. <laughs> I have one. It's watching you just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so if we're thinking about the characters that are in there, we've got Eugene Levy as the father figure, and we've covered that you like him and his eyebrows, obviously. Love him. Um, we've got Chris Elliott. We've also covered that... Uh, Jessica has a thing for eyebrows. Obviously. I like a distinct eyebrow. <sighs> so That's her just, daddy so issue. So let's first talk about the fact that this show is the Beverly Hillbillies. Nah. It's backwards, Beverly Hillbillies. It's if they were super rich and then became hillbillies. It's backwards. Isn't that what happened? Oh, you're right. It is backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I never saw the show. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. The backwards billies. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about the whole concept of... Uh, not the hottest people having very attractive children. Right. So Eugene mm-hmm. Levy, who's like, I, I'm i admitting that I'm attracted to him. However, his son, oh my God, he's so hot. Holy hell, right? And then also Chris Elliott and Abby Elliott is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So what's the secret to that, huh? I don't know. What Ma- is you Mary what is, the what, draw. Is, what is Eugene Levy's wife look like? I what have no idea. Chris Should Elliott's we look wife? it up? Yeah. Should we post that on Instagram? 
probably not added to the list. But I will say, I was just thinking about Jeff and Daisy. Oh, <laughs> my husband's cute, but He's like, cute, but Daisy's, Daisy's really pretty for her. <laughs> but it is interesting. And Jessica mentioned this when we were first starting to watch it. But it's like, th- like. Daniel Levy grew up with Eugene Levy as his father, first and foremost, but also like around Catherine O'Hara all the time. Yeah. And then they were like, let's just have a TV show together. Mm-hmm. I know. And they're like, they bring in other SCTV alum. And it's just like, oh, you, this is literally like working with your aunt. Like this is, this is the sweetest. You've all known each other forever. I love that. I love it so much. I can't imagine just being like, hey, let's just like make a lot of money making really fun television shows. Oh, I don't think that Schitt's Creek made a lot of money. No? No. Maybe it does now. I don't know. No, guys. It's, fair, it's their most popular original program. It's their only original their program. I think they there's some budget. Yeah. Please buy our show, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I we also, can turn this into an I adaptation for TV. <laughs> I also want to talk about, I don't know if it's the pilot. I watched four episodes, but I don't know if it's the pilot or maybe the second episode, but the giant menus in the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they do not, they like keep growing. It's, it's, very defini- good. it's definitely in the pilot, actually, because the giant menus, I was saying that you could use them as a room partition or the door for the doors yes. that they took away. Well, the, and they continue <laughs> they to like, the doors in the pilot. they continue to make tweaks to them and they're like, they just keep updating this menu. I can't keep up. And it's like the only cafe in town. So I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I guess they have to keep things fresh but how fresh can a menu be when it's eight pages long and also clearly in a food desert Mm -hmm. there is a very sweet scene at the end of the third season where uh david and patrick my two favorite people go out to dinner and david opens the menu and it's like it has grown it's like four separate (laughs) he's like they do a great job of editing this down to such a wonderful selection it's like definitely i think smaller than the cheesecake factory menu which i'm going to dinner there tonight because the cheesecake factory it's like a it's a book yeah it's a novel i don't know because it's it's, my entire summer reading it's literally like you know area wise smaller than the menu but has a lot of pages i don't know it could be very comparable okay who's your dad on the show Oh God, who's my actual dad? Well, wait. So we're so so. I was saying we've got what? Eugene Levy, we've okay. got Chris Elliott, uh-huh, we've got uh-huh. Ted, who is the vet, yeah. which is a good character to bring into this mix. Who else am I missing? Uh, there's Mutt. There's Mutt was I. I was like, oh, oh I know oh, that he's guy. The hot felon. He's the hot felon. But he also was on a show when I was growing up that I really liked called Instant Star, which was also Canadian. So it all makes sense. Are you Canadian? I wish. You're having this like Canadian vibe happen in 2019. I would I would go to there. Canadian, I know, so I know, that I know. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but also I would go to there. No, but no, but you're going to you're going to go to there. It's possible. Yeah. So we've got Mutt, we've got um Ted there is Oh my gosh, who else is there? Um I was just thinking of someone. I lost it. Oh, there's uh, Bob. Yeah. Bob is on council. Bob! Um, he's a little, he's a goof. Uh, there's Jake, Stevie's boyfriend. Oh, right. Stevie's boyfriend that they try to have a thruple with Daniel Levy. That's no. Very clear that he, he said no first, and then they continued to date. So there's that. And then we have David and Patrick. Yeah. yeah. Do I keep saying David or Daniel? Probably We've probably interchanged it because Daniel is his right. real name. Now I've been saying David and Patrick when we talk about Well, you guys know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I'm saying. Um, and then they open the, the apothecary together. That's so sweet. Um, you need to get to season three. I'm going to start watching season three and watch it over and over and over again. And then season four. Just watch it. I'm trying to think, are there any other male characters that we could bring into the mix to, to then choose our father figures? Uh, well, this is very good radio. Very good podcasting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I do want to say that I feel like my actual dad is probably more along the lines of Mutt. Just like that rugged kind of like you think he probably is musician a little bit and whatever and uh, it doesn't do it for me. Just your bad boy. Yeah, probably. Who's your father? <laughs> oh, I know who your father is on the show. <laughs> well, it's obviously Chris Elliott's character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and then your dad has to be Eugene Levy because of the eyebrows. Yes, obviously <laughs> he's Eugene Levy. Also, they're like Jewish and 
you know, yeah, dark haired and they're the same. They're the same person. Very well intentioned things but that Jessica, sometimes don't go right. Jessica's a blonde Jew. I have light brown hair. It's very. It's dirty. like a dirty it's, blonde. It's a dirty blonde. It. It's very dirty it's blonde. Like a, it's like a very light brown. It's a it's a blonde vibe for <laughs> sure. Everyone thinks I'm blonde. I'm not blonde. That's just the vibe you're getting out. Okay, thank uh-huh. you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if I should be flattered or you're insulted like smart, by that. You're like a smart blonde. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. and Ray. Ray oh, is a character that doesn't show up all that often, but when he does, he's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do we get, we didn't do this in the Jane episode, but do we talk about, do you guys talk about who we want to be our dad? Yeah. Yeah, because I said that I wanted Michael to be my dad in the Jane episode. Okay, good. Because mine, I I know I'm not allowed to pick two, but David and Patrick are a couple and they could be my dads. I love it. Yes. I want that. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, want that mm-hmm. so badly. I'll okay. allow it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I really need it. I think it. everybody wants that though, right? Mm-hmm. I've already, t- remember I've the Queer Eye episode, all I want is two dads. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and honestly, just looking at them fills you with such love so i'm i'm on board with having david and patrick as my fathers also but i also don't want to just follow jessica's lead so i would be do it i know but i'm gonna order the same thing off the giant menu i am alone (laughs) forever and lonely and i'll die that way so i love living vicariously through david and patrick the sweetest love story i've ever seen ever but i also kind of just want really sweeter than michael and jane Oh, okay. I mean, they're both very good. Okay. I don't know, but I... Hey, uh, I, hey, we see how she is. She turns <sighs> her back. <sighs> There's a so... David and Patrick's is so compact that you can watch it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Jane mm-hmm. and Michael's takes two and a half seasons. Yeah. And they have like 20-something episodes a but season. But isn't that the greatest love? It is very good. Slowly. But then uh, through that entire Blooming thing, like I have flower. to deal with her, like them breaking up and having another love and blah, blah, blah. That's, That's not the same is. thing here. Yeah, in this one, it's all kind of problems too, but they're perfect. It's it's a very (laughs) like uphill like climb, and you're happy for them the entire time. There's very little like setbacks where you're like, oh no, are they not gonna make it? You're just happy all the time, and I like it. One, but it resolves itself pretty quickly, which is don't spoil it. I can't. I won't. Okay, you can can spoil it. Uh, Oh my god! So it turns (laughs) out. She was so excited when I said she could spoil it. Oh my god. So it turns oh. out that Patrick has just only recently come out of the closet and he had a fiance that he didn't tell David about. He had broken it off, but the fiance came to Shit's Creek to try and win him back. Oh, God. And then David found out and they That's had something I would do. Just I know. Be like, you're not gay. Yeah. And he put, <laughs> oh, God, Patrick makes the sweetest speech about how he could never make it work with the fiance and he didn't understand why until recently. And David makes him feel right. And I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. I think you both are going to cry. But Allie's then, a big softy. And then David's like, You're I just, you know, I stubbed my toe again. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> um, but David is like, well, you know, like this is kind of messed things up for me. But then he realizes in a couple of episodes that like he misses Patrick and he wants to be with him. He's ready to be with him again. And then that's when the when uh, David or Daniel Levy does the Tina Turner lip sync dance to uh win over patrick again oh it's God. a whole episode about it it's called the olive branch you should all watch it she knows the show name yes i do super yeah, she's fan she's on the spectrum a little bit um i, I told you i told I you we did we discovered it in the last episode i don't have a lot of addictions but tv is one of them the other is cheese just <laughs> you're curious <laughs> i know you should have heard her describing this like blue cheese she has a specific set of skills <laughs> yeah they all involve trivia tv and cheese Oh, yeah. Do you want to? She's a catch, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to put a photo of her on her Instagram and tag hashtag single ladies and anybody who wants to date in Chicago. Come. I'm the ultimate wing woman, so you have to go through me. Good at being a wing woman. Yeah, what are you? Very good at it. (laughs) Tell me about your. Tell tell me about what you're looking for. A nerd. I don't. I can't even. I know it when I see it. A nerd. I know it when I see it. Okay. I have a crush on a teacher at work. I work at I work at the HR department of a school district. Inappropriate. Doesn't matter. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> You're like I know I w- HR. I won't tell the teacher about it while at work. Okay. Okay. I have a whole plan, tell which I have not hour. detail on this podcast, but I will tell you afterwards. He'll never hear it. Just tell me. <laughs> I no. I will not do it. Why? Right, he's never gonna listen to it. You don't know. Maybe. And you how will. cute will it be when you can play this back to him after you guys are married? That can be like a first year anniversary gift. I'll be like, here's. <laughs> I will. Here's where I vaguely talked about you on a podcast. Tell me about him. He's very tall. 
I like that. Yeah. Detail, he's very nice. I can't give you too much. He's I can't have people searching for he's him. He's tall and nice. Nobody. He's how tall many and delightful. No one listens to this <laughs> podcast. To be fair, I did make, I was like, I need a photo. And she was like, there are none. And I was like, find it. And she found it. Is he cute? It was not what I was expecting, but he's cute. Why? He's a little why, more. Why, why um, did you not expect it? He's a little more like Midwestern um, clean cut and less n- okay. nerdy. Like, I don't know. He's not, like, the only person I'm attracted to. Well, obviously, we're not yeah. just attracted to one person. Allie and I have crushes all the time. Duh. Yeah. I have, I'm nursing several at the moment. Yeah. I had a crush on a girl at a bowling alley the other day that was in you the lane next eat. to me. And I just, I was like, she, her figure, I couldn't stop. And then it, I had to draw everyone else's attention, and we were all just like, oh. Now we know Allie's bisexual. It's not even that. It's just I can appreciate it, and it's okay. But let's – okay, so you're officially choosing that David and Patrick are your fathers. Okay. I am going to go ahead and say that I would love to have Johnny Rose, a.k.a. Eugene Levy, as my dad, because I just feel like he – I like that he's got, like, the best intentions. He really wants to be there for his kids. But we j- also just watched an episode where we find out how terrible he is at giving gifts because he gives a huge train case full of makeup, which would have been great for me, to the wrong person. She's just, like, <laughs> not the right person. But I was like – and then there, there was an episode where he was like, I'm going to pick flowers for all the rooms at the motel, and he puts poison oak in them. Oh, God. And I just love – he doesn't know, but he just, he tries. He really adores what his wife. What is it, of three, let them be? Something like that. He needs to know the poem. But po- poison oak and poison ivy are different, right? Correct. I'm not familiar. I don't go outside. <laughs> She's like, I. Mean, I do I. This is all hearsay. <laughs> She's like, we live in Los Angeles, not the boonies. Go back to Indiana where you're from. Um, but no, I just, I like the way that Eugene Levy, like, loves on Catherine O'Hara. And the fact that he, like, looks on the bright side, even though they have lost everything and they live in a motel, he makes it look beautiful. He f- he finds a way to um, roll out. <laughs> <laughs> roll out before their pop-out store. Roll out before their pop-out store. You'll get that if you've watched it. Um, like, all these new... Imp- I feel like our Canadian listeners should have watched. Come on. If you Come on, Graceland. If you haven't, get on that. Basically. But I, I just, like... If I was going to choose a father figure, I feel like him. And he, can we talk about, like, how well he dresses and all the time? Mm-hmm. He's a very snappy dresser. Always a nice, like, bespoke suit. You know, a nice, crisp, a nice, crisp shirt. When you think of Eugene Levy before Schitt's Creek, like, what's your go-to other than American Pie? Oh, God. Well, you just <laughs> took away the thing. <laughs> There's got to be another one because I've got one. Uh, well, tell me what yours is first. Well, I'm a really big fan of, like, all of those, the movies that they, you know, Best in Show, Waiting for oh, Guffman, yeah. like, all the, the, any, choose one and I'm in. Yeah. Those, those movies were, like, so ingrained that it didn't even occur to me that those were something I could pick. But, yeah, if I were to choose one of those, it would be Best in Show, I think, yeah. with the, because it's, with, well, it's with him and Catherine O'Hara. So and that's when he has two left feet, right? And yeah. he just keeps walking in circles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's pretty perfect. But I just I have yet to see him in a role where I wouldn't want him as my dad. Yeah, that's true. Even in American Pie, it's he's uncomfortable, but he also is very like accepting and supportive. He means so well. He brings porn because he's like, You gotta get ready for Nadia, man. And he sees the pie scene and is like, It's okay. We'll just tell your mom we ate it. That's pretty that's pretty damn open minded. I would agree. Oh, waiting for Guffman, a mighty wind. I'm just like I'm just a mighty wind. Waiting for Guffman was like my family's um that was my family in a nutshell. Did you just stub your toe? This is why I wear shoes in your house. That's uh, I should start doing that. But um no, I would say waiting for Guffman basically sums up like where I'm from and who my family is. Like working, working, never stopping, always. <laughs> it's just like constant. But I'm trying to find I'm on his IMDB page right now and trying to find an instance where Eugene Levy I would not want him as my father because I just feel like he's never played a character that I can't get behind. Yeah, that's accurate. He's a very he's a very good guy. Did you guys already talk about um Jason Biggs. Maybe New York Minute. Isn't he the villain in New York Minute? I can't remember if he's a villain. Well, I was just looking at also um, Cheaper by the Dozen 2. He plays like 
kind of like the dad of the dick family but also like they had all the good stuff so i'd be okay with it (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect oh my god i went over (laughs) to my friend's house and they had like a seven-year-old daughter and they just got a trampoline (gasps) is it do they have like are you excited or terrified I mean, I didn't go in, but I let Daisy go in, and she ran around, and it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> you answered my question as to whether or not they had, like, the netting around it. Yes. Because I went to somebody's house recently that had a trampoline, and they had that, and I was like, I grew up, and it didn't have springs. You know, it just, like, was all trampoline. Yeah. I was like, I grew up, no net, very large springs, a no. lot of injuries. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I fell uh-uh. off someone's trampoline directly onto my elbow. Didn't break, but, like, I remember falling in slow motion. And be like, oh, I'm about to land on my elbow. I think oh it was like God. eight or nine. Yeah. My sister once did a backflip and landed on the ground unintentionally, meant to uh, stay on the trampoline. She, I mean, she landed okay, but didn't didn't look like it felt good. And I have found the one role that I would not want him as my father. Oh, okay. Father of the Bride Part 2. He's Mr. Hoopy where he's trying to take their house away, and he wants to knock it down. The only thing I remember of Father of the Bride Part 2 is, the, the, is the pregnancy dance. Like, she, the or maybe not dance, but they're doing like pregnancy yoga or something, and that's literally it. I don't okay, how about else. do you remember when they were like full term and they said that they were 132 and 112 pounds respectively? I feel and like I'm this like, has also come up on the podcast <laughs> before, it's come and up we before. we can't it's get come past up before, it. And I can't fucking I, let it go. It's one. Of I my don't remember that. Of, it's one of my all. favorite movies of all time. I just think you all need to know that I uh, watched it the night before my wedding with with my uh, niece now nephew and cried. Oh, <laughs> I also want to just say that. Yes, he was in Splash. I want to just say that Brianna got up and went to the restroom and came back with a real simple magazine and is now very interested in what it has to say and less interested in our podcast. It is my favorite magazine, and if you hear me turning the pages, it's because I'm just thoroughly enjoying my read right now. If you're missing, um, if you get to a page and there's some ripped out, it's because it's in my scrapbook that I showed you. Oh, I love that you do that. I want to remember it forever and ever. It's so nice. You're very, you have very good little. Oh, did you make a list of New Year's resolutions? I know it's the fifteenth, but <laughs> nope, I sure didn't because I'm not I doing a, that this some, year. I have some. I'm not resolving to Should change. I read some of mine? Sure, okay. I'm just resolving to be happy. I'm just gonna like nice. do. I'm just gonna keep doing me and not worry so much about it. It's very nice. Oh, but before you get into your resolutions, we've chosen our daddies. Who's My, your, the one who's that your I Schitt's want? Creek daddy? Yeah. The one I want? Oh, it's Daniel Levy. I think he's hilarious. Nice. I love him. He's All right, so, so sweet. you t- in this I also just feel like Yes. Your cousin? No. Or wait, are you am No, you're my aunt. <laughs> in this scenario. Okay. I would be. I I'm, do a, siblings, I'm a good aunt. Daniel Levy. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I will say I can just see David being like because he's he's a lot He's just like a lot to handle, but then you see, think of him as a dad, even though like there I are multiple. All his clothes, though. You can steal his clothes. There are multiple times in the show where he's like, "Babies, ugh, um, I'm not ready for that." But I'm also like, the minute you hand him a baby, you're like, he's gonna be so well dressed and cared for and like, uh, like glued to that child. Yeah. And he and Patrick have a Sounds great like rapport, and that kid is gonna grow up and be like, "This is what a healthy, funny relationship looks like." Are you insinuating that I'll be glued to a child at some point? Oh yeah. His name's Farley, and he's sleeping, and he's taking a nap like a good boy. I bet you. How much money? This I seems like a weird bet that's about to come out of I your bet, mouth. I bet you're going to be pregnant in, like, six months. Like, in six months, I will still be pregnant, or in six months, I will tell you I'm pregnant? In six months, you'll tell me. What's six months from now? Like, June? Well, that's before Freudenfest, so that's not oh, going to happen. It's July. It is July. It's July. It's not, it could happen on Freudenfest night. I will tell you that. Because <laughs> I'm about that last year. Yeah, I did have to tell Jessica last year after Freudenfest that I was like, it could happen, and we need to just we just need to do a little rain dance and hope that this year is not the year. So maybe it's Freudenfest this year. Why would you hope? Why would you hope that it's not the year? Are you just not ready to give up your whole life? I wasn't at the time, and it was before Farley, and I do think that Farley has really helped, like realize that it's not um your life you start with a plant and then you go to an animal and then you're ready for a baby i mean i've had cats for years but it's different with a dog but it it literally just killed an unkillable plant in my apartment i'm not ready for children you'll be fine plants are you figure it out i just children are children children cry when they're hungry so yeah you'll be fine and like i like i previously mentioned that rack will feed a wonderful child 
the two of us. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. We're admiring I know. right I'm, now. I'm an actual uh, titty expert, though. Oh, well, there you go. Judges listening. Yeah, I'm, they're right. They're hey, right. Greg. I, I look nice. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. if she got it right? Oh, that would Alley be scary. Alley said he was super Midwest. I, I picture his name. I picture a tall, a tall drink of water named Greg, with two G's. I mean that two G's. That's not Midwest. That's well, like three, that's like New York. Them. That's rich New Yorker. Is Greg with two G's? No, trust me, he doesn't have that much money. Mm. <laughs> Greg with two G's sounds like the Vermont like winery owner that has terrible wine, but also drives like an old Porsche convertible. Okay, that's Greg with two G's. I feel like there aren't Midwest. Jeff's G E O F F. They're all J E F F. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you are Jeff. Is My that Jeff, way? Yeah. Yeah. Geoff is yeah. a very like rich, rich New Yorker. If I meet a Jeff and they tell me their name is spelled like that, I actually have to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this is not for me. This and is not who we are. Done. Also, can we talk about how Chris Elliott, who is the mayor of Schitt's Creek in in the show, um, and his wife Jocelyn, who is hilarious and delightful, and I like her a lot. Um, they. <laughs> We're looking at a picture of Daisy, and she's very funny. Um, they have – so their son is Mutt, the one that we're talking about yes. being, like, a little bit of the bad boy. The mayor is Roland shit. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mutt shit. And then they, um, spoiler, get pregnant again. Like, so Mutt is going to have a, a baby brother, like, 20 years his young – 30 like 30 yeah but how old is she she's got to be in her 40s mid 40s my guess is it was probably like uh, she got pregnant when they they got married and pregnant when she was like 17 or 18 that's my guess but then she gets pregnant again and she's like i thought it was menopause but now i'm pregnant we're having another baby and i'm just kind of like he's gotta be a decent dad because like i uh, i just i don't know how i feel about him as a father figure actually maybe he's my real dad (laughs) I feel like he's a, a kind of the same vein in Eugene, as Eugene Levy, but like the other side of the continuum. Good intentions, but it doesn't. It works out weirder for him. But you've also got Jocelyn to balance it out. Well, and that's where he literally was born and grew up, so it's very different than uh, the Eugene Levy situation. Honestly, I just feel like Eugene Levy has set me up for like really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just like not like high expectations. Low expectations. What are we doing? <laughs> he he's too high of an expectation to like for a father figure. I just can't. Or like he's too good that any other father can't live up to it, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I was distracted because the cat is back in my backyard and he, she, he she's very majestic and she's flipping her little ears and she's looking at me. It's a fucking demon. Jessica is not a, an animal person. She's just not a cat. Person. She's they not freak a cat me out. Person. We talked about it. All right, fine. But this one's majestic and outside. And actually, I'm cool with Margot. The other cat. It's just Rorschach, the one that um, assaulted Brianna in the bathroom at one point. That one yeah, that didn't help when I learned about that. Honestly, there's something wrong with Rorschach. Oh, yeah, what do you think it is? That's Kyle's first child, so that's what our baby's going to be like. Are you going to no. armchair expert Rorschach? I just, I just don't understand. Like, there's just like some deep-seated trust issues there. He only that wants Kyle. Just, that he's just attacking anyone else. He only wants Kyle. That's what the issue is. He's like, I don't want you to go in the bathroom. I only want my dad to go in there. That's weird. That's a fucked up thing. Cats yeah, that's, are fucked up. Yeah, that's weird. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just weird. telling you what the thought process I'm is behind there. I'm just letting you know it's weird. Yeah, well. Um, I like Farley because when I walked in today, he tackled me. Uh-huh. Because he's love. like, love, love you. I love not you. Not with love a you. secret attack. I True. Saw coming. <laughs> you knew what was coming. You got some nice Hard kisses. Harley to hide. He's very floofy. He's very like. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, my impression of Farley is pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> um, he does take after his namesake. Instagram. <laughs> We're not. No, we don't need that. <laughs> no, you don't need to take a, a photo and put it on our Instagram because he has his own, and you can go check out his Instagram at that Farley the Fat Boy and see his big floofy nonsense. Look at this. Did you hear that master marketing? I'm working on it. So at the After Party TV and at Farley the Fat Boy are my other side hustles. But, but like most far less in, yes, far less pod. important than daddy issues. So but I'm curious, like with the new season starting, um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched through the end of the current season and the new one starting, um, Alexis, the daughter, is finally back together with Ted the vet and uh, Daniel and Patrick. Wait, da- 
Uh, I'm doing it again. David and Patrick are lovely as ever. And I'm like, I don't want anything bad to happen. Yeah. Very, I'm very worried about that. Actually, the like thumbnail for the final episode of the season four, I just, David and Patrick were in it. And I was like, oh, God, do not ruin them. <laughs> do not do nothing to them. It ended on such a high note that I'm like, I, I want it to come back, but don't. I don't fuck this up for me. Yeah, no, I feel like there will be things they work through as a couple, but ultimately it'll be fine. Because David's bonkers, which is great. There's a whole episode of, about him not compromising, and they work through it. So they've got it. They're going to be hiccups along the way, but they're in love. I just feel like Patrick would do anything for him, and I love that about it. And his sweet little baby face. And I would do anything for them. So well, she would die really for them. You're a good daughter. That's yeah. why. And I'm. I feel like we still have yet to uncover Jessica's true daddy issues, and I I appreciate that she is so well-rounded and normal in comparison to the two of us. I disagree. I I feel they stem from daddy issues, my weird things. I don't know. I'll have to work. You know what? I'll think on it, and then the next time I own the episode, we will dive in. We'll dive in. Okay. Think long and hard. I will. Journal. I've. Well, oh, actually, shit. I had a journal that I was like, ooh, that's going to be my resolution. And guess where it is right now? In Chicago. It is indeed in a box I haven't unpacked yet. Sorry, Mom. Didn't She's get that fully unpacked by the New Year thing. She's lived in her apartment for like a year and said her she wanted to. No, it's been since it's fall. It's been since September. Okay. It feels like I a year. I have a roommate, so it's not like I've, there's like another person getting caught up in this. I'm sorry, True. you've lived in an apartment since September and you haven't unpacked yet? Nope. I haven't fully unpacked okay, yet. Okay, we are just not the same person There's because quantifier. literally, like, like the second I move into a new place, that weekend, it is finished. Yeah, see, here's the thing. My brain, if I know that there's an end date, I'm like, well, why? I'm just going to have to pack it all up again. It's why is there an end date? She says that and her lease is through 2020. Wait, through part of 2020 well, why, why do you have to even leave in 2020 i don't necessarily have to i probably will there's no dishwasher oh god by then she's gonna be married with children i mean how many dishes can one person probably make? not but <laughs> why would you actually if my mom had anything to say about it because i am a frigid frigid person who i'm not frigid but i'm a i'm a you're very uh, I have social anxiety and i'm afraid of um letting people get to know me because every time they have they leave Oh, there you go. But that's go. not a dad thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's still very much around. Um, so maybe that proves but that the that's not true then. Maybe. I don't know. But maybe in theory, by 2020, I'm going to try and invest maybe in like a condo or a house or something. Which will seem more permanent. Maybe I'll unpack that. She's going to move up in the world with this little baby. I don't know about up. Just like a lateral move. It's slightly up because it'll have a dishwasher and hopefully a washer dryer and unit. And you will own it in theory. In theory. <laughs> okay. That's this a good is goal. what we're. These are good goals. Good goals for Jessica for for 2019. What were more of yours? Um, I just want to continue on my path to wellness, and I'd like to Solid. deal with Daisy's health. Solid. And we want to travel and have another baby. Mm. If you're making me, I feel like I need to make you. No, I think I need to get Daisy healthy first to All even right. think about tackling any part of that. She just needs a little friend. No. Okay. She'll, she'll be friends with your baby. Ugh. Ugh. Farley? Your son. Farley? No, your son, Jacob. Far- Ew, no. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob's not the name. I got the name. That's Jacob not it. Jacob with a K. Jacob. Oh. <coughs> it is? Sorry, Jacob's with a K out there. Like Jacob with a K, then you should have Jacob with a K. No, I already have my boy name. Me too, and it's not Jacob with a K. What is it? <laughs> not sh- not sharing. What's yours? I'm not gonna tell you. We're not sharing. God damn it! What was it? Well, one of mine is my mom's maiden oh, name, which is Graham. So oh, I love that. Like a little Graham Benham would be cute. That's really it's, cute. It's Max, but not pl- like that's the name. It's not short for. It's just Max. I love a girl Max. I was say, I was like if I if it comes down to it I am okay with girl Max, yeah. And like, I've loved the name. In fact, I actually absolutely love Maxine. Yeah, I think Maxine is so cute. Is it because of Living Single? No, the show. No, in the nineties. No, no, she I just, just like really it. likes it. I just like that name. I have a friend who named their daughter name. Maxine. Yeah, I also like Francis for a girl. Franny. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of Frannies. And also, wait, no, 
Texas. I feel like a Franny. I think I feel like Franny is just like a solid. Like that's like a girl will show up for you. See, I like a Winnie. I I almost named Daisy Winnie. My niece has a an imaginary friend named Winnie who is alternately a dog or a person. Whenever you ask, we almost named Daisy Winnie and we wanted to call her Freddie because we were gonna name her Winifred and call her Freddie. How cute is a little girl named Freddie? Freddie, I kind of love that. Yeah. Although I will say I don't. I'm not on board with the girl Charlie's. That was on our list, but we could never commit to it. I like, like, Charlie's just such a strong boy name. And I don't really care about the gender roles and norms and blah, blah, blah. I just think a Char- Charlie is a boy to me. And I just, mm, I just, I can't get past it. I think I've, I'm not sure if I've ever met a girl Charlie, but there's I've heard tons about of, enough there's of them. Tons that of little I'm, girl Charlies when I'm you'll be at cool the playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a whole wave of, like, when these kids get into third grade, they're going to be like, Charlie, raise your hand. And five girls are going to raise their hand and one boy will. And he's going to go, wait, I'm supposed to be a boy. Yeah. I yeah. just, I mean, things can evolve and change. And that's the patriarchy, fine. Right, guys? I'm down with that, but I just can't get behind that as a name. Anyway, more of your 2019 resolutions. I'm curious. Any more? Mm. Healthy, healthy. Be good. Mm. You're working. You're starting a new gig. So that's exciting. I want to try not to become overwhelmed or anxious from work. Good luck with that. And I want to try to find joy in my work. That's a good one. Oh, God, I have to do them now. If you have some. Uh, I'm trying to cook more. I'm trying to be healthier in general. I can't talk. In general, I can't buy cheese for my apartment anymore because I eat all of it. I eat all of it in one sitting. Okay. So I haven't done that. Okay. That's baby step. Mm-hmm. All the other things are baby steps. You know what helps if you get, like, a disease that makes you not be able to eat it ever again. <laughs> then you're just like, oh, I'm finally going to do this. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm not eating cheese. Try and look forward to yeah. in 2019. Yeah. A yeah. manageable disease. Yeah. But also try to, like, it's a big thing. But, like, I have, you know, anxieties. I'm going to try not to let them rule my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You That's know? so hard. Not worry so much that if I haven't talked to a friend in a while that they now hate me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. work through that shit. Yeah. I hate you. Don't stop it. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I made a cry. But I can't even joke because you know how not true it is. So I'm hi- I know. I'm highly suggestible, though. <laughs> <laughs> she's Do gonna I? Be, she's going she's gonna to be talking Don't to a therapist about this. <laughs> So she said it during the podcast, and I mean, I think she was no, joking, but I don't forever. know. Forever. It's out in the ether. <laughs> Literally forever. Guys, I was kidding. It's 100% Every, not true. Everybody's joking. It's a big joke. This whole I thing's know, a joke. Life is a joke. Intellectually, I know this. Trust me, I know how anxiety works. Yeah. I've been inside my brain for long enough. They say anxiety's a liar. Yeah. But yeah, just trying to be more, like, active and not go home and sit on my couch and watch Netflix. Oh, that's so hard. I I mean, it's wonderful. I love doing it. I love television, but I need to like get out. Do you? Do you love television? At one point, she's not a fan. My mom taught first grade and uh, I kept asking her to bring me one of those like calendars they have your parents sign that's like, you read 20 minutes a day. (laughs) It's like, I need to read more. She never did it. (laughs) I never had them. Oh, God. Come on, mom. I literally can't tell you any of my 2019 resolutions because I have not given any thought to it. Okay, well, make up one right now. Um, not judge myself on, like, what I'm eating so much. Well, it's not even uh, – that's been one I've been working on anyway, and I'm going to just continue it into 2019. I don't want to worry about, like di- – I'm not, and I know we've talked about this, but, like, I'm not dieting. I'm not going to, like, restrict myself or do a Whole30 or whatever. Like, I like eating that way sometimes, but it I fall so hard when I come off. So now I just want to, like, enjoy what I enjoy. And um, Jessica made me buy a bagged salad the other night for the dinner that we made, and I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably buy more of those. Maybe that's my resolution. Buy more bagged salads. That same day. I think it was that day we also got cookie shamed by a... Oh, yeah. We went into a jewelry store and the woman was like, you can't eat that cookie. You got to look nice. Huh? Yeah, you got to look good. Like, don't eat that cookie. Which, by the way, this is a cookie that we hadn't even finished yet. And we were sharing. And also, we didn't finish the entire thing and shared it with Kyle. So, like, come on. Come on. And then proceeded to talk about muffin tops. And I was like, I get it. My pants are a little tight. Fuck off. I did not like that. Don't Don't let people food shame you. Is a big 
That's a good one. I'm I'm gonna stick with buy more bag salad. I think that's an easy resolution that I can stick with. Easy. Yes. I think if I hate making salads, so buying bag salad is perfect. I think most of the time, if you just try a little bit, that's that's all you can really ask for, right? I just don't want to set myself up for failure. Don't judge yourself. But in turn, do you have any resolutions for your dad in 2019 or with your dad? No, I'm kind of just, this is all about this, like, this is family time right now. I'm just focused on, like, my very small family. Well, your family. dad is your family. No, I'm, focus- I'm focused on, You're like, Jeff the and three Daisy. Of you. Okay. I'm fo- yeah, I'm focusing yeah, on I have right now. I have zero family resolution. Um, maybe, mm, no. I got nothing. I'm yeah. good. I'm, I feel pretty okay about it, actually. I th- yeah, I feel like yeah. where my family is right now is probably the best it's ever been, and that probably has to do 100% with my expectations matching what is realistic for their behavior. I think that that is a smart way to approach things. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm curious how this year will go once Kate and Kenny move back to the States. And where are they going to be? They'll be in Indianapolis. So okay. anytime we go home to see Kyle's family now, we have Kate and Kenny, which is exciting for me. And it's, it's also like another L. house we have to drive to. <laughs> it's another house we have to drive to. We talked about, like, can we just buy a trailer and park it so yes. that we have somewhere that's ours to stay and we yes. don't have to, like. Or rent a rent an Airbnb where and have everybody come, come to Come to us. That's what I've been talking about for ever um but l will be actually like in a time zone where i can call her and like see her go to bed more often mm-hmm. which is exciting like that not a resolution in any way shape or form but i'm excited for like things to kind of come back locally a little bit more yeah, yeah. um they're like at least seven or eight hours so then to come back to Indy and be three hours ahead is much more manageable i think it's mm-hmm. also going to be nice for you to actually like feel like you have just like family present yeah, it's been, it, I mean, they've been there four years, and it's like, anytime we go home, it's like, oh, wait, I don't have people. I mean, mm-hmm. I have my aunt and uncle that are in Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. but talk about a drive. I know. But we do a really good job of seeing them, so I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to having them back in the States. I think, you know, I don't know what work is going to look like for me this year so much, because, again, freelancing, and I'm not on a mission to go find, like, a full-time job, but I would like money, so if anybody needs help with marketing or social media or um a co-host for a television show because that's apparently a thing I do now <clears throat> just like hit me up I guess I don't know I'm just I'm going in very low expectations because I don't want to disappoint myself that's good story of my life yeah. <laughs> low expectations yeah actually that's very not true because anytime I send a text I'm like they hate me we are the same person that's what I'm saying this is uh, this is part of the reason I love you so much and why I don't feel like self hatred. <laughs> no, because like self-doubt. we, it's yeah. There's self doubt, but also like she understands. You yeah, know? yeah. There's like when there's weird stuff. I could be like, do you get like that? Like if you're organizing something and you're like, hey, everybody come over for dinner on Saturday night. Like if it's somebody to- texts, yeah, it's totally not normal. It's not a real life situation <laughs> happening tomorrow. Shh. Oh, it's no nobody replied to your evite. No, they did. I mean, it's fine. But, like, when I send the text message out, immediately I'm, like, if I don't get a response within three minutes, I'm, like, they have to think about it because they don't want to come. It's, like, they're sick of seeing me. They're sick of my house. It sucks to be here. Like, that kind of thing goes. And then it's they text definitely me like, not your cute house. On the other side of it, if you were to send me that text, I'd be, like, if I respond too quickly, I'm going to seem too eager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got to play it cool. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else feel like this or is it just Jessica and I? No. <laughs> is the question. There's, there's like, certain uh, – there's certain people in my life that I like feel uh, a certain way about reaching out to, like, like you have like to prepare like yourself to reach out like, for like insecurities. Yes, yeah. um, uh, but I have that with everyone, even people. Like, if I texted you tomorrow and was like, "Let's go get coffee," and you were like, "I'm busy tomorrow," I'd be like, "She hates me," but I know you don't. Like, yeah, I, I just don't, don't like you. It's I not know hate. it's not hate. It's just like a general <laughs> disinterest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not even that it's just like that I don't I don't want to it's the fear of people saying no more it's I think that's mine more so than like they don't like me I don't want people to say no and what's what what's the worst that would happen if they said no to you that's the what's so that's horrible what's why because then they don't like me so why does it matter it does it I don't know I don't know I'm Um, gonna start crying I have a don't say I have a I have a problem when it comes to, like, especially, like, being at work. If I feel like there's any conflict with anybody at work, I can't fucking deal with it. 
And I really had to have this conversation with my ho- with myself like a, like about a week ago where I was like, why does it matter if that person doesn't like me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. It truly I, doesn't matter. Do the people do do, do your pe- work? Does my family love me? Mm-hmm. Does my husband love me? Does my daughter love me? Right. That's all that fucking matters. Go in. Cause, you do cause the work. Ultimately, it's always somebody that I don't really fucking like anyway. Mm. So why do I care? about if they like yeah. you and that's specifically with work stuff but when it comes yeah. to friends i mean is it a woman thing more so than anything i think that, I think that just Probably like overthink i think like, just like any conflict it's also like it's also about it more. it's also just like horrible anxiety that mm-hmm. it's probably um probably manifest because of because we're just under constant stress i also and i don't yeah the stress is a big thing but it, it is like going back to family issues and stuff it's like i grew up the younger of two kids and like um everybody always talked about how great my sister was and blah 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 whatever and then when I started making friends like she and I would never hang out Mm -hmm. and now she wants to hang out Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit of like you were never around why are you coming around a little bit and then I think about it with like my friends now I'm like do they really want to be here or do they feel like they have to? Are they trying to, do they just like my cooking and they want a free meal and then they're going to leave? Do they want my beer in the, f- in the beer fridge in the garage? See, I, have I don't a, know. I have a little bit of the, um, I think it's a Woody Allen joke maybe, but it's like, I'd, I'd never want to be the president of the club or I'd never want to be a member of a club where they'd have, have me. me the president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm li- so I'm like less concerned about people like coworkers or people that are like kind of not in my, immediate orbit but not liking me or like if I sent out a text and they don't like I'm not as worried but like if my if my really close friends if I send them something and they don't respond back I'm like oh shit what horrible thing did I send in that message that they misinterpreted and now they hate me but isn't that just anxiety because absolutely just anxiety and I I I always actively step through it and I'm like okay they're you're fine this is okay like you didn't say anything horrible do you because your younger sister lives in Chicago do you guys hang out we do but not that often yeah like we'll go have dinner occasionally or like uh, you know she'll make me dinner because I don't cook Um, we gotta teach you yeah but most of the time when we see each other it's at like oh you know like our we were my parents anniversary was last month so we went out to dinner and she came for that and you know those kinds of things but I would say maybe once every couple months we actually hang out and hang out I don't know if there's a connection there I just find it interesting yeah Hmm. I don't know I would Hmm. hang out with her more it's not an issue of not wanting to I would also hang out with my older sister more but I'm afraid she hates me (laughs) Do you, do you feel like you're the one who always has to... She lives out of state. <clears throat> this is a good question. Do you feel like you're always the one who has to reach out with your friends? Uh, yes. Yeah, in, like, in my anxiety mind, yes. I feel like if I don't, they won't. Um, but okay, I see, I do not. something that I just realized. I don't reach out because I don't want to put myself out there. And I have a history what of, this, of these one-sided friendships. And I wonder why, like, they, I'm like, well, where did my friends go? And mm-hmm. then I have to come to the realization where I'm like, oh, that's right. They just stopped reaching out because I you consistently don't just would wait there for them to reach out. Right. So, so it was here's, very one-sided. Here's my thing. It's like, I don't want to reach out because I don't like putting myself in that position. But I also want to bring all of my friends together. Like, having Jessica here... And like, I'm like, I want everybody to meet everybody because you're all great and I love you all very much and you're all fun in your own ways and y'all get along. And but then like, do you I've have anxiety about them getting along? Yes. Yeah. But I've been, I've been like this. I mean, I've been like this since college, probably even in college. I was like, I want all of my different groups of friends to be friends with each other so that I am just in one place and all of the people I like are Sometimes together. Sometimes that implodes. Yeah, I've been there. It yeah. has imploded. But then what are, where I was going with this is there, like, I have specific friends that I'm thinking of, and I'm not going to, they shall not be named. But I'm like, we reach out constantly. We're all, we hang out all the time. And if I went back in my text messages, I probably couldn't find a time where they reached out to us. And I don't get that. When we're, like, constantly seeing people, how, like, then then now in my brain I'm like, is it just because it's easy? Do they not really want to be hanging? But they're like, we, we just don't want to say no. And uh, let's not. I just don't want to care. People definitely, people definitely show up to things because they want to usually. You would think. Right? I don't know. Right? 
I also was talking with one of my friends, Robin. Hi, Robin. Um, I've talked about her before. Hi, Robin. My vegan friend. Um, and we were supposed to go to a social event recently. <gasps> Robin, there is a vegan German oh, yeah, beer Highland house Park. open near Highland Park on Saturday. And, and we might go. So maybe we'll see Robin there. Fun. Um, so she was saying that she's not, she's done with obligations. She's not going to show up to something if she doesn't want to show up to it. That's smart. Resolution. Yeah. Yeah. I am kind of, uh, in terms of like reaching out to people, I kind of go both ways. I'll start reaching out, but then when I hit that point where it's been a while and then I think they hate me, then I wait until they do because it's that snowball effect. Like I don't want to, you know, it gets worse and worse. The Like balls in your court, fucker. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Uh, but there are times where eventually I'll be like, you're being an idiot. Just text someone to go see a movie. Yeah. I'm curious if our listener has the same problem. So please write in. Tell us how much you love us and that, <laughs> that you would hang out with us if you were here. Don't just tolerate us. Do you only listen I'm to fine this because you you're tolerating just, I'm us. fine with you guys tolerating me. Okay, good. I, I know. Listener just tolerating me. I, I know I'm a handful. I'm a real handful. It's It's been a day. <laughs> Thanks. I like you too. <laughs> I like you a lot. I, I took <laughs> Allie's always concerned with our levels, as she says. I'm sorry. I'm working on our audio quality. Yeah. And with that, listener, please tell us your anxieties and your resolutions for 2019 so that we can explore those more fully in our next episode. And you know what? On it's uh, a, on a show TBD. I just love that it's going to be January 15th and all of our listener already gave up on the resolutions. <laughs> probably. Basically, <laughs> let's be real. But let's I would be love real. you're I, eating a chocolate cake in bed. I've ever kept was last year when I said I was going to finally start taking tap dancing lessons and I did it. That's adorable. I love tap dancing. I love singing in the rain. I love it so much. Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all time. I love I'm, singing in the rain. I'm passionate. And I love Savion Glover on Sesame Street circa 1991. Oh, Whenever yeah. I saw that. Okay, now you're just showing off with your knowledge. No, I just, I was young. And I know that Savion Glover was on Sesame Street. That's it. <laughs> love it. Okay, Send guys. us your resolutions at Daddy Issues Pod on Instagram, daddyissuespod at gmail.com if you want to have a private DM with us. Just send it our way. Just That's my it, resolution. Make it, make it real. Get more DMs, guys. Yeah. yeah. The, all, I'm very into DMs right now. But we need some show suggestions, so we would appreciate a DM or a, a, a Gmail. Yeah. Like, should we talk about Bird Box? <gasps> We're going to talk about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I just have to binge it first. Oh, guys. I love it so We're much. Getting I'm We're just, getting I'm there. just like, by the time Allie fucking watches it, I'm already Also, be over it. wait, pause. What? Gilmore Girls crossover? Um, I don't know about that because that's a lot of content to just throw into one episode. But especially with how much bullshit is going on in our lives. Like a bonus episode, you know? Mm -hmm. Be like, Mm -hmm. all right, Mm -hmm. this is only for people who send us something. Here's a two-hour episode (laughs) about Marvelous Miss Maisel and Gilmore Girls. It's very true. We could do that. But what I got very excited about is that the new Roswell, New Mexico, is coming out in January. And I was a very large fan (sighs) of the original Roswell. I think that's going to be you and Jessica. Well, you know what? Do it. I'll have a special. I will watch Roswell. <laughs> okay. We're going to work on it. Do it. Will you go back and watch the old Roswell? Obviously, I have to start there. I'm a TV completionist. I'll watch okay. a YouTube cliff notes. Okay, great. This is the plan. Uh, listener, if you have any others, please let us know. And on that note, goodbye. Bye. I love you. Bye. This has been a series of daddy issues. <laughs> Na 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 na